They say Sunday's supposed to be a day of rest, but down around Hazard Parish, that doesn't ever seem to be the case so long as them two disembodied spirits, Boo and Luke Spook, are out causing trouble. Heck, they even got every exorcist in Hazard Parish out after them. Say, Luke, you reckon those parish exorcists are still sore at us putting hot sauce on all them communion wafers? Well, Boo, I reckon they are. Seems that they're pretty good at forgiving, but not so much at forgetting. Why, you ask? You reckon they got a they got an ambush set up for us up ahead? Well, I reckon if they do, it ain't nothing the general EVP can't get us out of. Well, it seems old Boo and Luke Spook can add prognostication to their list of spectral abilities, because not two miles up the road, trouble's already set to brew it in the form of parish exorcist Roscoe Priest Coltrane and his boss, Bishop Hogg. Make sure to keep spraying that holy water all over the road. We gotta slow them down before we can catch him. <laughs> well, them Spook boys are good here. They ain't gonna know what, you know. <laughs> I aim to slap them upside the head with the Holy Spirit and banish them back to the spirit realm. (laughs) I can't wait to crucifix their wagon good. I think I hear them get your fool body out of the road. Say, Boo, is that what I think it is up there? Sure is. Hold on to your ectoplasm. Bishop, well, there's one thing you didn't think about. These here tires are made by Hellfire Stone. Y'all have a good afternoon, and you might want to get cleaned up before the Sunday evening sermon. Now, for most anybody, that'd be plenty of trouble for one afternoon. But them spook boys come in a pair and suit of their troubles. Does that look like that bridge ahead is out? Hold on to your ectoplasm. Well, it looks like them spook boys don't stand a ghost of a chance of making this leap of faith. Wait, wait, everyone shut up. I want to see how this ends. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hey, everybody. Yes, welcome back to the normal rank and file blurry photos. (laughs) How's everybody doing? How's how's everybody doing post one Hildo? Yeah, uh, we're all basking in in the after Hilda glow. (laughs) Yep, the after heel glow. Oh, man. And this is the new year. This is us doing it. And welcome to episode 101. So if you have entered Blurry Photos University, uh, you're probably not going to pay attention to this class. You'll probably fail it, but you'll also date like three girls in this class. Right. Or guys, you know. Whatever. So yeah. So it's a 100 level Blurry Photos. (laughs) Congratulations. I feel a long way to go to get get the uh, upper level classes. That's right. Oh, but Get your blurry photos, masters. <laughs> oh. But uh, you know, 
good news should be a pretty easy class. <laughs> I think. I think this. I think tonight's episode is definitely one hundred level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will. You will get out of it what you put into it. <laughs> look left. Now look right. Um, Half the people in this class will fail to be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We we spun that one. Little little bit of uh, housekeeping up up front. Some of you whom are uh, Facebook friends and likes, uh, and lovers and lovers, yeah, lovers, uh, may have seen it. me post recently about uh, this this little thing. You can help contribute to. We uh, found this podcast awards show thing. Yeah, online. or did they find us? No, they didn't. Oh, and we are uh, uh, eligible to be nominated, as is any podcast. I think. Uh, in their only the finest podcasts. A thank you. But here's the thing: they they base who gets to be uh, in the finals on number of nominations that they receive. So, if you would like to help us uh, try and get on the ballot there, so that you can then uh, go back to the website later and vote for us again, yeah, yeah, to maybe win a prize, go over to podcastawards.com. And you're going to see a big form on there that has all kinds of categories. We are only allowed to be entered into a maximum of two, provided one of them is um, a certain category. And so as not to get too much more complicated, just go on and, and nominate us for Best Produced and Science. That's what we're going to try and go for with, with this show. Yeah. Uh, you have Sound until... Sound effects and scientific accuracy shall right. carry the day for blurry photos. Skepticism and lots of fart noises. <laughs> you have until uh, the beginning of February. I think it may be the second, but uh, just aim like it's the end of January. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, we wouldn't normally ask you to do this because, you know, we're, we're not... Um, whores. Fame, yeah, fame grubbers. But... I'm a fame grubber and a whore. I'm not ashamed of those things. So yeah, I'm asking you to do things that give me more fame and things that I can grub there. It's out there. Flora is above it. I'm not, I'm in it. I'm in, I'm in the middle of it. Well, <laughs> you're a whorish fame gr- grubber. Yep, I'm fame a famous grubber. whore fame, grubber. Fame grubber. You're, you're a grubber fighter. <laughs> um, anyways, please, please go and do that. If, uh, when you get the chance, it'll help us a lot. And, uh, hopefully then we can get, um, you know, some, some fame and, um, mastery of arts. <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I don't know. So that's that's that. Uh, re, you can go on there and read about the rules and stuff and, and all the, the things that um, go into it. It's like 40%. Nominations are 40% of how they choose who even gets on the ballot. It's it's strange, yeah. but hey. you know, if, if we give you guys some power in, over this, all the better. People, it's a meritocracy, you know, and the cream's going to rise to the top. And we need you to push that cream. Yeah. Can you be our little cream bulldozers? Can you do that for me? <laughs> oh. Very good. Yeah. That's uh, that's that. So yeah. now though. Yeah, let's let's get to the real task at hand. We're gonna we're gonna get back into the swang of things, at least until season trace is finito. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's 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 just hold off on that. I mean, we just dragged people through like a month of talking about the hundredth episode. So yeah, yeah. let's let's get some more let's get some more duck swimming in this pond. 
and then empty the pond. Yeah. <laughs> and then cancel the pond. And then fill it with alcohol no. and start again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as you guys know, we usually, uh, the month of March is usually, uh, usually we have a catastrophic equipment failure <laughs> that really, really kicks us into high gear for taking a little break. Yeah. Um, typically, our, our big return is our, our annual falling off the wagon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I don't see any reason to mess with that schedule. That's what we're hoping for. You got to be honest. Uh, if anyone's listened to our uh, Irish myth and legends for the last two years, know that we got pretty tore up last year. And I don't know if it's possible for us to exceed that. And safely. so much so we're not even going to try. Yeah. Well, I don't know yet. Okay. <laughs> I okay. might try. <laughs> okay. I, I do know that it stole a day of my life. Yeah. I, I got away with it scot-free. I you, got the luck of the bite? Irish. Yeah. I, you bike to work. Yeah. The next morning I rode my bike to work and I, I don't know how I, I was on autopilot. I yeah. got to work and then realized, Oh wait, I should be wrecked. Yeah. How did this happen? Uh, season four will, will come yeah. up, but uh, yeah, a few more in the hopper before starting with tonight's episode, the Falk monster. You what mate? You fucking what mate? <laughs> yeah. The f- folk, folk, Falk, folk, folk, Falk, 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 it's just no. one vowel away from filthy town. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about this stuff? The Falk Monster, or you may know it as the Boggy Creek Monster, or yeah. the Beast of Boggy Creek. That's right. Uh, this this has got a fair amount of a uh, pop culture cachet uh, from from back in the day. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the mid seventies, this was like where it was at in, in, in freaky creature features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, helped usher in lots of, um, cool stuff for people, including usher. He was conceived while watching his, while his parents watched the movie. Fun fact. Ushered in usher. Fun, fun fact. Usher's he's born in like what? 92 or something though. I Come think on. so. Whatever. He's a star child. He, Doesn't it seem like everybody's born in the nineties anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, like to, <laughs> Andy Rooney's here with us tonight. <laughs> what else don't you like? <laughs> Doorbells are too long. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about what the Falk monster is, what its history is, and what it could be. And you can also, uh, you know, like there was that time in, in theater where everything had to have two names. You know, it's like the gift of Faust or... <laughs> insouciant follows mm-hmm. mm, you know whatever insouciant follows doesn't make any sense but it's done we're moving on <laughs> the alternate uh, episode title is a lengthy review of the movie the legend of boggy creek <laughs> i don't i don't foresee this going badly at all no no or for anybody uh we did research future. and we watched a movie so look out so look out timeline. yeah watch yourself yeah you bit uh, pretty funny because we're actually talking about Arkansas folk myths tonight. Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't realize that. <laughs> You're right. We're genuinely talking about an Arkansas folk myth. That's right. So let's tell you what this thing is. Uh, setting the scene for you. Let me set the scene for you. Okay. You're 17 years old. You and your four children live in the Boggy Creek area, which is just, <laughs> n- <laughs> this is just north of the Louisiana, Arkansas border. I am just calling it as I sees it from the movie, which is a documentary. I didn't just also watch dramatic. the movie. I didn't just watch the movie. <laughs> Feel a little self-conscious all of a sudden. <laughs> it's 
That's what I most want to talk about. Sorry, Flora. Keep trucking. Okay. Down in southwestern Arkansas, in the area known as Texarkana, there's a little town known as Falk in Miller County. That's F-O-U-K-E. Just around 900 folks call Falk home in the rural setting characterized by dense forests, hot, humid swampland, and overgrown creeks. What, what, what's the most important creek? But well, that'd be Boggy Creek. The one, the only. Yeah. Not a, not a big thing. Small. Nope. But it's a creek. It's there. Bigger than a creek. It's a full, it's a full blown creek. Smaller than a tributary. Yeah. It was here that an encounter made regional headlines and helped spawn a worldwide legend. In April of 1971, Bobby and Elizabeth Ford moved into a house out in the Falk countryside. Shortly after moving in, the couple heard what sounded like movement outside the house. This is in the days following their move, uh, but they just dismissed it as um, unfamiliarity with yeah. the house, with the area. It's just the house settling. Yeah. On the evening of May 1st, Elizabeth was sleeping on their couch when a long, hairy, clawed hand snaked its way through a screen window and attempted to grab her. Uh, personal nightmare sauce. Luckily, about that time, Bobby and his brother Don showed up from a hunting trip and saw a large, dark humanoid at the back of the house. They shot at it and thought they saw it fall. That's right, because these colors don't run, motherfucker. And they were going to chase it, but realized they should get to Elizabeth, who was screaming by this point. The lovely Elizabeth. <laughs> Which the origin story for the WWE. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you better get back in those woods, brother. Don, yeah. forever changed by the experience, <laughs> went by the name Randy and started lifting weights. Forever, forever haunted by being too weak to fight the beast. <laughs> Sky's the limit, tower of power. <laughs> too sweet to be sound. <laughs> All right. Um,. So they went in, they checked on Elizabeth, <laughs> made sure she was all right. Uh, after midnight, something kicked the back door in, and after trying to chase whatever it was, this creature, this thing, put an arm around Bobby's chest and threw him to the ground. And not wanting to stay and chat, Bobby jumped up and ran through the front door, not even bothering to open it, apparently, leaving what can only be presumed as a man-shaped hole a la <laughs> Looney Tunes. Style, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a door-shaped imprint on a crushed forehead. <laughs> he was taken to a hospital and treated for minor scratches and shock. After that, day or two later, Jim Powell, a reporter for the Texarkana Gazette, came out to investigate and found the Fords packing their things. He went on and asked them, you know, what had happened and everything. In their interview, they claimed to see a large bear-like beast, seven feet tall with a three-foot-wide chest and glowing red eyes the size of a silver dollar. Oh. And uh, having shot at the thing multiple times, the sheriff's department searched around, but they found no blood or evidence of wounding or anything like that. And uh, there were claw scratches on the porch and siding of the house and a strange set of three-toed footprints by the house. The article was run in local papers with the 
first reference to the name Falk Monster and picked up by the Associated Press and United Press International to run in several more papers. Under the um, headlines, you've got to be folkin' kidding me. Yeah. Is this a falcon joke? We're going to make... We, we, these, we didn't even... Yeah. yeah. These falcon guys. We we didn't even uh, write these as puns because we, we no. were just going to use them the whole time. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to be honest. It's one of the reasons I picked this this week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, falc monster, done. <laughs> uh, I have the article. It's a very short article. Oh, okay. Uh, but I've got it Can here. Can you read it dramatically? Oh, no, no, no. Uh... uh I feel like J. Jonah Jameson's too strong, <laughs> yeah. but like, but maybe like a, a Cary Grant style newsman. All right, here we go. Creature attacked, victim says. Texarkana, Bobby Ford, 25, who said he was attacked by a large hairy creature at his home, was treated at a hospital here early Sunday for scratches and shock. Ford, a falc, a small Miller County community 15 miles southeast of here, told county officials and Falk Constable Ernest Walraven that about midnight Saturday, a creature poked its paw through a hole in a window. Ford said he and three other adults chased what they described as a large, hairy animal into a wooded area behind the house. Later, Ford said something kicked in the back door and they again saw the creature behind the house. As he was returning to the house after chasing the creature, he said the animal knocked him down. Ford said he escaped and ran into the house. Walraven and county officials searched the area Sunday and said they found several large tracks. Walraven said that a similar creature was reported at nearby Jonesville five or six years ago. Ford, who had lived in the house less than a week, refused to stay at the house Sunday night. He said he and his family were going to move. Stop. <laughs> kind of sounded like a... Uh, <laughs> it did sound like a telegram. Telegram. Too, well, too late. I mean, too late. Yeah. And you know, this is, this is why you have um, cryptid disclosure laws now. If there is a known cryptid in your area, you have to disclose that to new home buyers or you lose FHA accreditation. <laughs> That's right. So they had, uh, yeah, they just got into this house, been there less than a week, and they're like, peace out. Right. No more hairy arms in the window for yeah. us. Yeah. Well, also, like, that thing kicked the back door in. Kicked it in, threw him to the ground, shocked him. <laughs> he did get shocked he did <laughs> he sure did yeah that's like i mean that's a, a terror that's like everyone's nightmare like something reaching in yeah and then yeah. it runs like it's one thing it like have something terrible and an animal runs off but then it was like oh no no i'm not done with these jokers <laughs> your back door motherfucker <laughs> yeah and it was funny because uh, a lot of the accounts that I read didn't mention, you know, how many people had said it was him, Bobby and Don, his brother. Yeah. And then in the article, the actual article there, it says he and several other adults. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Maybe they called some folks up. Yeah. I mean, uh, the movie made it sound like there was like a neighbor that was kind of around. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Well, about that, in, in 1972, the legend was made into a docudrama film by Charles B. Pierce called The Legend of Boggy Creek, and that's when the world became familiar with the tale. Yeah, this is one of those like those movies that was a, ver- a surprise hit. Yeah. like And it became really a big deal kind of in the, the drive-through circuit. Drive-in Which, circuit. That's what I meant. They showed it with every Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids. <laughs> The drive-in circuit, yeah, um, which which makes sense. I mean, you take your lady to this; she's gonna want to get close to you. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. happen to have one arm of a gorilla suit, 
you're gonna get laid, bro. <laughs> Is why to this day I keep you had a one, friend. You give I him keep, five bucks. I keep one arm of a gorilla suit to this day, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, I mean this is uh, this this is kind of the same thing that the Simpsons parodies every time they do Space Mutant X or whatever. oh yeah 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 I mean, Attack of the Space Mutants and it's I mean it, the movie's on YouTube. Oh yeah, you can just go, look go it up. Watch it. You can look it up. You can watch the movie. Go, you go can watch the sequels, <laughs> of which there are many, and it is it is this weird. Like there's a narrator who sounds like he is on all of the volume on earth. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's just, it was shot using the locals who, yeah. who had it happen to them. So there's lots of describing what happened then dramatic reenactments. Right. Which is, is pretty interesting. And I saw something that, that says Charles B. Pierce uh, was kind of a pioneer in the indie movie movement. Um, by going down there and doing this, the whole thing, obviously watching it didn't cost very much to make. Right. And, and, and I think the figures are anywhere from 150 to 170,000 to make. And then it grossed somewhere in the ballpark of 20 million. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. It was, it was a huge success for him. Um, and, and also kind of a success for, uh, Crypt- cryptozoology in general. I mean, that's right. So many people saw this as young children or, or young adults. And it really being kind of one of the first movies of this kind really made an impact on people. It's, it got people hooked on the idea of, of cryptids and, and Bigfoots and, and monsters that we don't understand yeah. as, as not as a ghost story, but as a thing worth investigating. Which is the exact reason why we can't sit here and and hate on the movie or bash it or oh we can and make I will too but, much fun of but, it because we have to respect it because it really did accomplish right. something very important right right which is kind of galling it would be so much fun just to not respect it at all <laughs> but I'm afraid that that option is not available to us. <laughs> Now, I'll also throw this out to anyone who feels like playing along at home. Uh, if you do pull up uh, The Legend of Boggy Creek on YouTube and just take the first version of it you see, go ahead and fast forward to one hour, eight minutes, 11 seconds, <laughs> and you will be rewarded with what should be the movie poster for the movie. It is what I think is supposed to be dramatic reenactment terror. <laughs> on, the, on the face of a woman, and it's one of my favorite moments for the whole film. Actually, second favorite moment. I'm getting this out now, so we can just get over it. First favorite moment of the movie. So Chaz Pierce needed to really kind of fill out the movie, but he doesn't actually have a ton of source material to work from. <laughs> so, for example, they're like, "Oh, the, here, here comes Johnny Crabapple." You know, he's a, he's a teenager. He likes to get out in the woods. He likes to hunt and camp. And he really, he's the, he's the teenager. That's the most into this. Then the movie starts into this like four minute. Hey there, Johnny Crabapple. There's a rainbow in your pocket and a new world's just around the bend. Don't give up my friend for four minutes for nothing. It's just a kid in a boat. (laughs) Nothing happens. You don't learn anything. It's just a music video for the uh, the song someone wrote for this one teenager to just do his thing for four minutes, and it's glorious. <laughs> this I told Dave 
<laughs> the same guy that wrote this song then probably went on to write the uh, music for The Hobbit, the anime yes, movie. Yes, absolutely. Same exact thing, but not that badass Leonard Nimoy. Hey Bilbo Baggins, yeah. there's a dream under your head. And if you just can't give up and you go for those hills, you're going to run into a monster. He's really hairy. <laughs> Yeah, he actually, you know, it was pretty efficient. He, yeah, he used a lot of stuff from the first song. Right. And he, he I, I will say this, whatever his name, Johnny Crabapple, gets way into the swamp where he meets the swamp hermit, who's also a real person. He's just a guy who doesn't like other people. And he likes to live way back in the swamp. And he's cool with this 16-year-old because this kid goes up, you know, talks to him a little bit, maybe usually brings him some stuff that he needs. Mm-hmm. And that's all real. That's not made up. And so they're like, oh, well, if there's one man who knows Boggy Creek and all the creatures in it, it's this guy. And then it cuts to him, and he's all like, hell no, there's nothing here. I've never seen. That's ridiculous. Get out. <laughs> hey there, Johnny Crabtree. Yeah. Better get out of here, Johnny Crabtree. Because I think that guy's got illegal guns. Hey, Johnny Crabtree, are you sure? That is not a felon on the run. Because <laughs> they don't like cops at all. And you got a rainbow in your pocket. <laughs> and you have to tell them if you're a cop, because that's the law. <laughs> oh, the ballad of Johnny Crabapple. Classic tale. It's a coming of age song. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I go fright some trolls until dawn when they all turn to stone. Dig deep, but not too deep, because there's motherfucking Balrogs down there. <laughs> Man, see, one song fed the next song, fed yeah. the last song. It, that's, how you, that's how you get three movies out of a book, man. <laughs> Let's go through uh, the history uh, of this thing. I've got like 12 more points about the movie I just have to make, and then we can... <laughs> i got 12 more points about the song. i just like to... 12 more verses. Okay. Four, four minutes. Boogie on, reggae woman. All right. Uh, a, a timeline for you, uh, because 1971 wasn't the first sighting of this thing. No. Uh, there were others that have been loosely tied to the same creature whether by area or actions. Yeah, and I, I go go through this cuz I've got I got some thoughts on this. Great. Uh 1851 a fellow by the name of Hamilton was hunting with a friend up in Greene County, which is the exact opposite end of the state. It is directly northeast from Falk. Saw an oversized hairy ape-like beast chasing some cattle. When it saw him, it stopped and stared, and then it bolted into the wilderness. That was reported in the Arkansas Gazette and the Memphis Inquirer. It was called a wild man and said its tracks measured 13 inches long. Whoa. How many toes on them tracks? Didn't say. Oh, important detail. Sabra. A few years later, 1856... Another wild man reported in the Louisiana paper, the Cato Gazette, or Cato, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Uh, <laughs> did, did you did you just go full on Garrison Keeler? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how it's pronounced. 
Well, the, the hardworking people that I really have. Cato, Luciano. And uh, they're the hardworking. They're, they're all excellent people, and I don't want to forget that. Wobegon. It was in the Cato Gazette and the New York Tribune. Um, some the in- Tribune, it's a f***ing rag. <laughs> what are you from, Dorchester? <laughs> some men found a wild man in... So many wild men. Yeah, in Sevier County. I, you know what? I, I, I love the, the concept of the wild man because, uh, okay, if you're, if you're scratching at the Bigfoot rash, if you're picking at your Yeti scab, Ooh. you're going to get some wild men. Yeah. What I don't get is how people are like, oh, yeah, it could have just been a wild man. There's no wild men. There's no wild men ever. There oh. never has been and there never will be. There's no like shaggy lunatics running through the woods. That's never existed. And I don't understand why people try to explain a Bigfoot with a wild man. Slow your roll. <laughs> okay. I just, just makes me crazy. I, I got some candy in your stocking here. Oh, yeah. You just, you just wait. You just wait, friend. Okay. Uh, in Sevier County or Sevier or. Now hold on, my half drunk friend. Hold on there. Please. Don't get mad just yet. Um, that that is two counties north of Miller County where Falk is. It's moving so south. Pretty it's close. Moving south. Um, they chased this wildman onto a frozen lake, um, and according to the article, it was named Brant Lake, where the wildman fell in. Apparently, it emerged on the other side where they were had already ridden around and, and were did, waiting did it, for him. Did it stab a dwarf through the ice? No, no. Uh, but it dragged a man off his horse, clawing his eye out and biting his shoulder, and then tore the saddle off his horse and rode away on it. What? <laughs> yeah. So so this was like Kentucky Rasputin. <laughs> There's just nothing you can do. You shoot him, drown him, it doesn't matter. He's going to get your eye and ride away on your horse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 1875, are you ready to, to open that stocking? Oh, yes, I am. A wildman was reported Damn. to steal food and terrorize women and children and force them to cook for him. This was in Pulaski County, which is in the dead middle of the state, and it turned out to be an actual man who they said had wandered away from his railroad job and survived in the woods for two whole years. Hey, so that's like a malevolent hobo. Well, it's, I mean, it's a shaggy wildman. All right. Okay. So there you he go. You forced got them one to wild for him. One wildman. I mean, and I'm glad, I'm glad that there is a real one because it just doesn't seem like there's ever actually a wildman. Yeah. And it seem to be, there's hermits in the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's recluses. They don't. They but, don't usually. But the shaggy, screaming wildman, rare indeed. So there, there you go. Yeah, that's good. That's at least something. Yeah. Few dates here: 1908, 1932, and 1946. There were a couple of hairy hominid sightings. This is around the Jonesville, Arkansas area, which is near Falk. Right. And that was enough to spawn its own. I mean, the the you know whether you think that they're uh, linked or not, but that Jonesville had its own monster from mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and that was supposedly this thing. Uh, 1955, a hairy ape-like creature is spotted and shot at. That's in a couple places, Falk being one of them, Jonesville being one of them. 1965 to 1968, there were many sightings of hairy ape men. 
and they were seen scavenging, um, rum- rummaging through like pig troughs and, and mm-hmm. scraps, things like that, that were out. They were near roads. They would cross roads. They would, they would be uh, off to the side towards the wood line. They're a nuisance. So we brought in Jersey Devils as a sort of a natural pest control. Right. And now we got a Jersey Devil problem. Yeah. Too many devils. <laughs> they they ate they ate all the, the, the monsters. Now they're eating children. Now they're eating children. So Australian frogs. That's right. Bring them in. Cane toads. Get them. Uh, 1971. This is uh, after the Ford incident. A trail of three toad tracks found in Willie Smith's soybean field. They they found this trail of three-toed tracks in this guy's bean field. It's not a euphemism. Made made plaster casts and uh they were there were more sightings on roads in the woods. People were hunting, they would see this thing, they'd shoot at it, nothing uh, would happen. <laughs> lots of lots of just, you know, little blips little little sightings here and there that would creep up and this this would happen throughout the years and after 1972 the legend of boggy creek ran at the drive-ins uh the interest in this thing surged and then a lot more sightings mm-hmm. happened and there was a lot of, of of retroactive sightings yeah that happened like oh well you know we've had a problem with this since you know last 10 years back but you know we're simple people we don't report gigantic hairy hominids breaking into homes. Right. Till people want to talk about it. That's right. On uh, the late 70s, the sightings had died down. They were sporadic again for a while. And then the, in the 80s, there weren't, I don't think, too many sightings, but, you know, one here and there, every now and then. The 90s, there was a surge in sightings, including strange howling. People would report strange howling. And then uh, pungent odor, like skunk Skunk and dog. Uh, and in fact, there were 40 separate sightings in 1998 alone, apparently. It's a, it's a thing. In the aughts. <laughs> the, the, the old in 2000s. The 2000s. And <laughs> you have to finish it, right? You, you, can, you can do it. There you go. I can't. N- uh, both of us can sing, though. I don't know why you're saying that. Both of us can sing. We're both so good at it. it. We're we so can hit good notes at it. so well, melodic. Uh, there were more sightings. I mean, it's just like, that's why I, I didn't write down individual things. I'll, I'll send you to a, a website maybe, and, and you can go through their more in depth timeline. It's just like Lu- Lucy May sighted, uh, a big Harriet thing, man, walking across the road and it scared her. Yeah. And they're all, they're also like devoid of, of, of narrative or interesting detail yeah. that you get. I personally, I was irritated. I was like, why am I bored reading about monster sightings? Yeah. Cause it is, it, it's all, uh, you know, Del Plevert, uh, was out, you know, bringing some grain in, thought he saw something weird out round side of his barn. That's it. Yeah. Moving on. 1968. Yeah. <laughs> Kathleen Dupree. <laughs> she thinks she's so damn great because of her uncle who's from France. Anyway, she was out walking her dogs, and she saw something big in the bushes, and it, she says she swears it wasn't a bear. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so that's that's where we're at right now. Um, sightings continue to this day. Yeah. There have, you, can go uh, there, you can go there right now and still get immersed. That's right. In the Falk monster. 
it's hard to, for me to remember how to say Falk every time I was going to say folk. But it's Falk. Yeah. Falk. I, like Falcon. Yeah. Only no L. Like the, and way no a, on. like the way a toddler would say it. Falcon. <laughs> yeah. A cute, adorable Falcon. Toddler. All right. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with this? Um, you know, it was, it was Flora's birthday this week, and uh, and we may have gone out and celebrated before we recorded tonight. Got some fancy cocktails, had some <laughs> dinner, had some wine. So that's what's happening. Happy birthday, David Flora. Oh, thanks. You're adorable. <laughs> we we actually we we created a a whole character based on this one th- ingredient in one of the drinks, which we had no idea what it was. Oh yeah. And I refused to look it up, but it was Sinar. Yeah. Who we decided was a, a robot barbar- b- barbarian yeah. from a future so distant it might as well be <laughs> our Al- past. An alternate past. <laughs> yeah. Sinar. Sinar. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, smash you all. Oh, Sinar. 00110, your woman is mine. <laughs> it was it was funnier when we were there. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, Falk has has made a name for itself, but there's still only, you know, less than a thousand people living in this town. Yeah, and also a real Darth of, I mean, a cool, I don't know, you tell me, but I think a quarter to a third of these sightings involve someone shooting the thing. That's true. This guy has soaked up more bullets than uh, any villain in a Die Hard movie. (laughs) Like... The, everyone shoots it, everyone hits it, and it's like, ah, you got me. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> gathers up all its blood that it's trying to not yeah. to spill. Or, or, it, or people find the blood but don't think to keep any of it or, or save anything. There's no hair. No, no, that's that's something that's uh, not talked about much. And the, the plaster cast they made, there were photographs taken of it, which you can see online, but they... Uh, the the actual cast that was made was destroyed in a filling station fire. That's what happens. Well, that's where you keep the county artifacts. I I think that's I mean that's pretty much where they have their monster mart these right. days. Oh yeah, and and you can get actually pretty badass uh, uh, Boggy Creek Monster T-shirts and stuff. I mean, this is a small town, and they will never stop selling you things based on this critter. Sure, which is great. Yeah, and why not? I mean, it's it's a fun little tale. Uh, you can go down there and check it out, although I don't know that you'll find anything other than T-shirts. Um, I'm sure there's there's tours. If you watch uh, the Return to Boggy Creek, the sequel, you'll find that there are tour guides who will take you into that swamp anytime, anywhere, whenever. You just pay the fee. There's a big standoff scene where a guy just wanted a guide to show him the monster. And wow. Yeah, it was pretty dramatic. Well, here's here's a tip for you. Don't want to spoilers anything. Boggy Boggy Monster 2 is Boggy Boggy Man Boggy mm, Bat 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 Stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Boggy, Boggy Swamp 2 is is completely fictional. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got that's got Marianne from uh, Gilligan's Island in it. It's I met her. Great. Did I tell you that? No. I've met her before. Did you say hi? Oh, yeah. I talked to her for a little bit. I wasn't talking about Gilligan's Island. but Well, that's that's good of you. Yeah. Well, it was a theater conference. and Still? Uh, end of story. Was but, she wearing the short shorts or what? No. No. 
she, she's still you know, good. She was still she good. was a good looking uh, uh, older lady. She was she was still you're so still a good looking lady. But of course uh, she is. She's Marianne. She's the one everybody liked. Yeah, but uh, the second one, and I, I think everything thenceforth, you know, of all the thirteen or however many H- there's been made, there hence thereafter, hence henceforward after then, um, can completely fictional now. Uh, Pierce's film, the first one, the original one, yeah, meant to be taken completely from the uh, local accounts, and that's that's why he had many local people play either themselves or. Uh, people that were involved in the story, but but they knew, you know, they knew about this monster. They knew about the area. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I, you know, what I would wish existed is a documentary about the filming of that. You know, like, yeah, yeah. How do the people respond? You know, I don't know. That's a cool thing. How well, how that all came together, and it, it does make for a cool concept of a movie. Like I said, it's just seventies as. F- yeah, it's just so seventies. Yeah, it's early 70s too, which is why you're getting like this sort of 60s hippy dippy. Right. That goes. The guy that wrote that's going to sue the shit out of us. Um, oh, no, no. The guy who wrote that has long since killed himself. <laughs> he knows he what, checked his pocket. He knows it what, did not have a rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he did. I'm off to be with Johnny Crabapple. <laughs> Wait for me, Johnny. I'm coming around that hill myself. Oh, God. Yeah, that's okay. That's a little, a little dark. Yeah, a little darker than I. Getting a little I, dark there. Sometimes I just say things, and that that Flora should have edited. <laughs> um, I'll tell you the the one place you can go. We're going to talk about some explanations in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, the one one resource that you have to go to the um, internet, which is uh, the which internet, is very good for this. Well, or the internet, YouTube, free. YouTube. Um, <laughs> There, there's a fellow by the name of Lyle Blackburn. Oh, who, yeah. Who has written a book on this. He's he's done a ton of research, written a great book. A very, very well-reviewed book in the uh, cryptozoology world. And um, that's uh, that's something you can uh, check out and look look for his book. I'll, I'll link to it in the show notes and stuff. Uh, just lyleblackburn.net, I think, in, is what it is. Or .com, one of the two. I, I, it'll be on the website. But... Dot TV. You can go there. You can find his his book about the, the all about the Falk monster, and um, that that has been the go to source in in recent years since uh, he wrote it in 2012. Yeah. Um. So check that out for sure, and then you know on down the the road when we get just a step more fancy and maybe a new rig and stuff, maybe we'll give him a call and see if he'll yeah talk to us a little about it more in depth. Ever expanding, always trying new things. So. Uh, let's talk about what this thing is. Yeah. Could be. Maybe. I mean, okay. Uh, I mean, any number of, of pre-existing names, uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Skunk Ape. Yep. You know, like it's it's a pretty easy slam dunk into any of them buckets. I got one for you. Bring it. Honey Island Swamp Monster. Oh, exactly. Same thing. Now, uh, how about this? Escape Circus Ape? Hmm. Which is what we talked about on the island right. swamp monster. I know being. that's what made me think of it. Um, they have said, and I think actually Lyle Blackburn has said that he has researched that to see if there were any circus trains that crashed, uh, any kind of traveling circus or anything that came through. Or he, according to his uh, diligent work on it, there hasn't been. He couldn't find any sort of lead 
on uh-huh. that that in you know it could be like an escaped orangutan or something or there were there was nothing that would indicate an exotic animal had l- gotten loose yeah even if it did um and i might be jumping the gun a bit but how would it procreate unless there were you know multiple right there have to be more than one and that was one weird thing about the movie he kept implying it's just this one solitary thing but yeah. that just biologically doesn't happen yeah yeah and then about uh honey island swamp monster some people had thought it you know if it was this lone solitary thing it migrates from honey island to falc you know or all up and down through there well yeah there, i mean there is kind of a north to south progression over the over all those you know and maybe they're not related at all but i'm just saying well over yeah. time it does seem to move south that's true um honey island is southeast of falc mm-hmm. and on a map i didn't i didn't do the math on the mileage separating it but it looks almost the same distance as new york to dc so it's not a sm- it's not a small patch of ground that it's covering it it has to be Right. Pretty good. But I mean, you consider any other animals migration patterns and that kind of, you know, that's not a big deal to a migrating animal. Maybe, maybe a flying animal, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. people, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I, uh, I just don't have an answer for you. But I, I think you're on to something though with saying, you know, there's, there's just not solitary things out there like this. Well, some people have put forward that it's a, a part of a bigger group yeah but maybe separated or got you know outcast or something i don't mm-hmm. know but i want to go back to the 1856 article the uh the thing that fell in the lake and then scratched the guy all up oh yeah the wild man the wildman uh actually may be from new york apparently there's no brant lake in arkansas oh that's on a map anyway a hole in the story but there may be a brant lake in new york and that would make sense, especially if it ran in the Tribune up there. Right. True. Why would they? Why would the Tribune have heard that? Even though it's a fucking rag. So, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I decided to hate the, the New York Tribune. So that that kind of casts uh, some some doubt on there. Nineteen seventy one in, in in June after the Ford incident, mm-hmm. Doctor Frank Schombach, uh, an archaeologist at Southern State College, who said that the tracks were a hoax and his reasoning for that was apes have five toes uh not the three that were found in all the tracks that were found and the climate wasn't uh conducive to supporting ape life true and also that uh, this thing seemed nocturnal which also doesn't match with what an ape would would uh would be like Right, which I I don't know, which is, I mean, those are all completely valid points if you assume that it has to be an ape. And, and then if, and right. then you say, okay, well, what if I said that it's an, it's another hominid of some kind, you know? And they're like, oh, well, oh, well, then in that case, maybe not. Or maybe, maybe, I guess, I don't know, does it just have three toes on the one foot? Do they see both feet and they seem to be both toes? feet? Okay. I mean, it sounds like maybe one foot was just messed up. Well, yeah. Um, gator got your toes buddy well and funny you mentioned gator because um i'm psychic tonight later uh analysis of of the casts and the pictures and stuff professors doctors i think uh 
looked at it and, and seemed to think it was more of gator origin. Oh, which I could see, you know, like, I mean, they, they kind of pull themselves along. So if it reaches forward, puts its, its claw into the soft mud and then pulls it back, it would create an elongated looking yeah. footprint. Yeah. Either way, those children are in danger. Look at it. It's either a monster or a crocodile or an alligator. It's probably not a crocodile. Uh, statistically, Time slipped to Egypt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oops-a-daisy. Time for pills. The, um, the movie turned the town into a Sasquatch hotspot. Sorry, what was that? Your uh, vocal warm-up for today. Sasquatch <laughs> Sas- hotspot. Sasquatch hotspot. Sasquatch hotspot. We have to, uh, where I work, we have to do microphone checks sometimes. And my favorite check is, I refuse to fight the Sasquatch. (laughs) I refuse. (laughs) The skeleton man does not owe me money. (laughs) But I like Sasquatch hotspot. That's a really good one. The chupacabra has not been seen at Burger King. (laughs) So, of course, we've mentioned that tourists come through there now and, uh, the, there's a little monster mart, which apparently isn't all that big. Well, I mean, I mean they sell T-shirts, so that's right. That's all you need, <laughs> and uh, little eighty-dollar statues. 100, really, hundred and twenty if you want it painted. Wow, yeah, those statues cost you. Once we get our three D printer, <laughs> right? We'll do it for half. There's good income from it. I mean, that's where that now we're really going to get sued by people who are like, wait, what did he say he's going to do? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, those guys are idiots. Like to make a lot of stupid jokes, but if that's not a joke, we're we're gonna kill them. <laughs> Keep them donations coming. That's right. <laughs> Buying uh, blurry photos, Kevlar for us. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the whole misidentification route. Maybe it was some kind of uh, a bear or or a big cat or or some kind of animal that that just. I didn't in the I, hysteria. I didn't check this independently, but everyone in the movie kept saying over and over, "There's no bear here. There's no bear around here." But at the top of my head, I can't think of anywhere that, that you know bears are in a lot of places. I don't. I don't know that for sure. So, uh, I mean, and it, it could it could be a bear that just wandered way back. And bears can travel enormous distances. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a, a kind of feral you know, bear, it's not quite right with a bunch of weird behaviors that, that does happen. That's been yeah noted, but people talked about it walking upright. I think that's the one argument against bears is that it was all the time seen walking on two legs. True. And and I wonder, you know, if I was the, if I was really trying to get elected, the mayor of bear version of, you know, bear what? explanation town, what are you talking about? <laughs> if, if I was, if I was really into the bear explanation, um, I'll try to make it what as cumbersome think? as possible. A bear comptroller. <laughs> That's right. Bearville uh, of bear of bear explanationsville. Boom. People live there. It's not a town for bears, dude. It's a town where <laughs> like-minded people all believe that what they saw was a bear and are willing to substantiate it with their version of facts. Okay. My bad. And I want to help govern them. I want them to get all. <laughs> The uh, the municipal services that they deserve. Also, keep McDonald's out. That's right. Keep things local. Buy local. Shop local. Um, that I wonder how many of these sightings actually saw the creature walking. I mean, bears mm. regularly can stand on their hind legs, sure. either 
in a dis- in an aggression display or trying to feed on trees in a in a forest. You know, I just wonder if it's possible if they if they saw it like striding proudly through a field on its hind legs, or or if they just saw it briefly, you know, screamed WTF and bolted. I said the letters because it'd be rude to swear. That was rude. Yeah, all we have are, are stories and anecdotes, you know. Yeah. That's that's all we ever have, dude. Yeah, I guess that's true. Except for, you know, and, and it, all, all these things, all these cryptid stories end with, well, they've got a little cottage industry about it now, and, you know, some folk come through, want to hear themselves a scary tale of a giant man-animal bear pig. <laughs> half man, half bear, half pig. No, 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 no. I thought it looked more like it was half pig, half man, and then bear. You're stupid. It was half man, <laughs> half pig, half pig. It's filthy <laughs> So what do you think? you think it's a hoax? Or do you think it's just hysteria blown out of proportion? I think it's hysteria blown out of proportion, which turns it into a cottage industry. If it, I can tell you this. If it weren't for the movie, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. I, yeah, I agree. I don't think it would have been, had a high enough profile for us to even have found it or noticed well, it. Well, it, w- it was also on the um, that uh, list of, of cryptids in North America that we... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...that you guys posted on the on the Facebook page. We we grabbed it from there, I think. Right, and it hey, has hey, been hey. the subject of Monster Quest. It's been on. Uh, I mean, they've done oh, a yeah. ton of different. You know, all the all the jag bags have gone after it. The dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, Mike Rowe did a dirty job trying to find it. Uh, Gordon Ramsay tried to cook for it. Yeah, they they dropped a, a crabbing boat in the middle of Boggy <laughs> Creek, and you know that's the hard thing when you're just grinding pots trying to catch that trying to catch that monster. Apparently, now, even though there's a, a cottage industry and stuff, people, the locals down there, still are reticent to talk about it. I Yeah, keep going, keep going. And and a lot of, even even in the um, eyewitness encounters and the timeline that, that, that I found, people, it would say that people would be afraid to speak out about it because they, they didn't want people to think they were crazy. They didn't want to be made fun of right and i you know what I, i've got a personal pocket theory about this because i, I get is it a rainbow <laughs> i don't have a i'm no johnny crab apple you know and this is same thing with you Wait ufos a for me <laughs> <laughs> hey there okay <laughs> uh you know you see this with with ufos you see with a lot of things the the fear of of, of saying something for fear of looking like a lunatic and, and maybe i'm not i'm being disingenuous here but also the fear of going well, I kind of want attention, and I want the guy with the camera to talk to me. But the more I make up, the harder it is for me to keep straight and to, you know, like, lying is effort. And yeah. and, and telling a lie to a reporter who's rolling tape is a dangerous maneuver. You know, so, and I, and I, I have to believe personally, I think that that's part of the reticence on people's part. They're like... Mm. Boy, I want to get on this bandwagon, but man, do I really? I mean, what if what if what I say doesn't really match right? And there's some, and I'm the one that gets caught as the liar. That's you know. Well, that's that's a very good point. I I think that uh, I think that'll do it though for yeah for what we got. Close right the nutshell. Um, Stuff it in there with a broom handle. So that's the uh, that's the Falk monster. Falk monster. In a yeah. Stinky, hairy, <laughs> buggy nutshell. Hey there, Mr. Episode. 
Sad to see you go But there's always marshmallow in the winds Wherever it may blow And there's lollipops in cloud drops And children's giggles too (laughs) (laughs) You will go where episodes go In purple, purple goo See? We should we can write, children, write children's songs from here on out. Children's songs? <laughs> I thought that was a sexually charged erotic thriller. <laughs> that's a theme song. That's, that's right. Just, that's, that's something we uh, can put in that movie. I know something we can put in that movie. What? Puns, motherfucker. <laughs> just hey, a couple puns. Hey there, Mr. Puns section. Why don't you make up some silly shit? Because <laughs> there's... Things that rhyme in fake products Just waiting on the tip of your foul tongue Hail Saints It's getting dark, dark. It's getting dark It's getting dark Okay, I'm going first Oh, go for it Yeah. Uh, one of the things that came out uh, from the movie was um, Not only like selling, you know, kitsch and t-shirts and bumper stickers But an interest in the other industries of the, the Falk area. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the biggest winners was uh, Willie Smith's three-toed soybeans. Come on down, Willie Smith's. The only, the only soybeans anointed by a dark creature of the unknown. <laughs> Willie Smith was the farmer that had the, that had the soybean three, yeah. field. Willie Smith's three-toed soybeans. Kick the door in on a case today. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Reach in and grab some. <laughs> be careful. There might be hairs. That's right. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I've actually, uh, I've got a business that's right beside that one. Oh, sweet. It's an upscale clothing store. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have items um, that you wear to hunt Sasquatch in. Perfect. Stuff that's that's great to wear in a hot, humid swamp or oh, dense good. forest. Good. Breathes well. Wicking. Mm-hmm. Lots of wicking. And maybe an antimicrobial layer. A little bit. The the pricier things. Right. The store is called The Legend of Boggy Chic. Oh, God. All right. All right. Okay. Hey there, <laughs> Mr. Pond Maker. You got another? You got another? Of course I do. Oh. You know the rules of this game. 2015 don't change nothing. One of the problems that the the, the people uh, of southern Arkansas had is, I mean, obviously summertime, plenty of tourists, plenty of people blowing through, lots of t-shirt sales. Mm. But how do you how do you keep the interest going in the colder months? And that's why they started making thermal wear for the winter times. And uh, one of the most successful stores is a uh, Toque Monster, Toque being the Canadian hat. Formerly known as the uh, Legend of Toboggan Creek. <laughs> yeah. Right. Doubled up on that one. All right. I'll pray wrong. That was, I'm I'm very proud of that because I put Tuke and Toboggan in. That's Toboggan. Toboggan Jen. Yeah, uh, where you at, that's, Jen? That was for you. We we got we to gotta stick together. I know. That, that was also my ultimate capitulation to the use of the word Toboggan. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right. One more. Okay. Um, there was a man, there's a man with a plan with a plan man who had enough of the monster stories 
down around there, southwest Arkansas. He decided to blow up the town. What? Yep. But he was caught by the sheriff. Thank God. Right at the last minute. Uh Uh-huh. It was Guy Fawkes. Oh, nice. Remember, remember that... I'm do that. Town in Southwest Arkansas. That's right. <laughs> I really want to say that turd of a pun. <laughs> why didn't you? Why didn't you? Why? Why Why didn't you say it was a turd of a pun? Because hmm? we don't do that to each other. Even though I just did. <laughs> oh, Jesus. man. And them's puns. Them's puns. Them's our puns. There is something rattling in the underbrush that follows the crick. It stays with the crick. Stay, it moves in the water. It's a bear. Nope. It's Listener Bear. I was just kidding. No one's written anything to us. No, okay. I was kidding about kidding. It's as real as it gets. Double kidding. Yeah. We had some lost email and we found it. Remember, we had a little bit of a hiccup with our server. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff went to, to I don't know, Hell. Asgard, Mid- Midgard. Hell. One L. Went to hell with one L. And it's back. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right off the tip. Beep, bop, boop, bop. Zero one zero 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 one zero zero one 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 zero zero one zero one zero one 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 zero 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 one zero one zero zero one. No, I was kidding. That's it. Johnny Robots. Johnny Robots. Our favorite robot. Um would like to swat me square in the crotch. He loved episode ninety six, which I believe is our dark matter episode with one quibble i am spreading misinformation Uh, i gave the law of attraction but i was missing the gravitational constant you idiot i know i'm the worst you dumb the good news is this johnny robots is a forgiving robot overlord he said "Uh, i feel a little bad writing this but i just can't let someone be wrong on the internet but what's (laughs) 6.673 times 10 to the negative 11 n times uh the the number of moles times them making kilojoules per norkel narc (laughs) it really i I, uh did i I catch a niner in there (laughs) i don't believe we have the language for what he wrote here but it was when written it's a great joke i just can't say it out loud because there's a lot of order of operations here it's oh He's a, he's a robot for crying out loud. Math is his is wow, his Too bad jokes. there's not a shorthand for it or something. No, there isn't. Thanks, Johnny Robots. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny Robots. So you mi- you missed the grav- gravitational constant? I guess so. I guess so. But he's letting me off the hook, which is awfully kind of him. He's a, he's a great guy. Okay. Something that uh, we're going to put up when uh, the new when the website gets overhauled and we get a, a, a gallery of cool adventures from our fair listeners talked about this before our listener over in germany guten tag wie geht es einen uh der bura der bura der bura went down to the statue uh, uh he was telling me about um and and i think we talked about this you know when we were talking about the alfaka oh yeah and everything um and he was talking about a, a local a story that had a statue with it it was and and then he he went down, took pictures of this thing, and uh, uh, wrote a translation of, uh, I think, the plaque that went along with it uh, called The Boxen Wolf of Obernkirchen. And um, listen to this. I'll read you a little bit here. The Boxen Wolf is known in Obernkirchen as a so-called Huck Alf, who, in the darkness, wearing a shaggy wolf pelt, 
jumps on the back of men, lets them carry it, and delights in giving the people a good fright. The boxing wolf played its pranks in Obernkirchen at the Berkberg. Sounds like sounds like an animal version of Springhill Jack. <laughs> kind of is. The Stiftswald near the Glassworks and the Rusenhof. Uh, soon even strong Dauntless men would not dare to be out of doors at night since the Boxenwolf seemed to possess superhuman strength. The Boxenwolf terrorized the area until one day fate caught up with him. A man traveling from Leichwagen was attacked near Rosenhof. As usual, the Boxenwolf would let its victim carry him for a while, but as it wanted to jump off its victim's back, the fearless man grabbed the arms clinging to his shoulders this started a noisy struggle between the two. I should say it would. Alerted by the noise, the master and his apprentices from the Aldog Smithy, who were still there because of, an impor- because of important work that had to be finished, came to the aid of the traveler. Together they dragged the boxing wolf to the smithy where it was beaten and its pelt removed. When the disguise was removed, it revealed a man living close to the city who simply liked to give people a good scare. That night, the days of the Boxing Wolf came to an end. Sorry, Boxy. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. I, I think it's uh, uh, cool in here at so-called Huck Alf, which yeah. is very clo- close to Alf Hucka. Huck Alf. Huck Alf. Huh. So that's very cool. And thank you so much, Adair Bura, yeah. for uh, sending that to us. And once we get uh, a proper gallery, we'll show all those neat pictures that yeah. you took. Danke, Shane. Danke. What do you got? I've got one from Taper. Taper. He's got a, he's got a cool little uh, piece of information. So we were talking about um, the the weird like the fact that coconuts are the sound of you know horses, and I and I mentioned that uh, you know like when people tap the you know like oh the line went dead tap 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 uh, mm-hmm. why do people do that? And it was actually um, a form of what they called pulse dialing, and he he tells me that it's actually something you can still do on phones. By um, if you have like a physical phone with a switch, mm-hmm. you know that, that hangs it up. You can actually, if you do it, you know, at, at the perfect intervals, like right, you know, with no pauses or anything, you can actually get the phone to still connect this way, and and uh, you can dial numbers that way. Hmm. Um, and it's and it shows like the way the old rotary dial phones worked is mm-hmm. you'd crank it back and then it would briefly pulse every time it passed a number and it would count those pulses mm-hmm. so it would know which number you were entering and that's how the old systems used to dial um and you can still you can still do that kind of stuff today which i think is interesting and and there's all and he also points out that there is all sorts of weird things in the phone system um like in the 70s the the phone freakers uh captain crunch who found that the uh, i want to say it's 1400 megahertz don't quote me on that Johnny robots, but the, uh, there was a whistle, a toy whistle that came in boxes of captain crunch, the bosun's whistle. And if you, if you did it at the right, uh, if you blew it, it was the exact frequency to engage the The phone brown note. It was the brown note for the phone system. You can actually hack into acoustically the phone system back in the seventies because it was designed. That was the tone that let you access its internal systems. I mean, it was just Wild. really cool stuff, and people were doing this. It was like a very early version of hacking, and they also called it, um, I think, social engineering, where then you would talk to um, a technician in the phone company that didn't deal with people, so you could make up any story you wanted <laughs> and, and use them to get deeper access into the system. Wow. It's a really cool thing. So thanks, Taper. Thanks, Taper. Very neat. Oh, Dave, look up into the sky. Oh! 
なけてありがとうございます。We need an animation department. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lunar Kitty writes a sort of a PSA.、Uh, says, says she's not sure if we want to warn people off the show or just not to avoid giving it any more attention. Stop right there. You should warn people off our show. You should absolutely <laughs> warn people off. Not this show. Oh! One, the one that's coming up here. Said a few weeks back when things were not as busy,、uh, she saw a show called Freak Encounters featuring one of the miscrypted. Contestants, what the Mongolian death worm, and she thought it might be a good show. Unfortunately, it's one of those animal planet shows. Oh, to summarize it, five to ten percent of the show was information on the cryptid, the rest of the show was a prank show where everyone is in on it but one person, and then they try to figure out how to scare the one person if the cryptid is attacking the area. The show doesn't do anything worthwhile. And avoid it at all costs. I have seen this show. I、oh, remember this now. It sounds irritating as balls. The one that I saw,、uh, there was a werewolf that was supposed to attack this trailer at night, this like work trailer out on this work site. And it was somebody that was new to the job or filling in or something. Like somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend was. Yeah, that's called entertaining、out. show until someone has a gun. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Freak Encounters.、Yeah, Lunar your, Kitty says, yeah,、uh, No, thank no, you. No,、uh, Oregato. <laughs> no, Oregato.、Uh, no.、So. Thank you, Lunar Kitty. Thanks, Lunar Kitty. I've got、uh, a brief、uh, high five from Jacques. Jacques. High heel Jack. High heel Jacques. <laughs> Love that. Jack.、Uh, Jacques. Jackie. <laughs> Jacquee. I think you just caught your second win there, brother. I don't know. You're on fuego. Jacques.、Uh, Really enjoyed episode 94. Yeah. And、uh, high, high fives to me for astounding inception levels of voice work. An American <laughs> portraying a Cockney mongoose portraying an American with a severe idiocy problem. <laughs> I think that was the, the intro, was that? About, yeah, that was、Jeff、the, the, the HR was, violation. Yeah, getting fired. <laughs> and you were doing Jeff, who then proceeded to, to, to make mock, fun of yeah, the yeah. HR person. Wow, that's true. <laughs> that's a good one. So yeah,、well、listen to that one.、Um, <laughs> and thanks to both of us for keeping her laughing. Thank you, a high-heeled yuck. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're awful. All right.、Um, heard from. Well, it was a dead bit, but it's been reanimated. A reanimated bit. <laughs> Says greetings most. Live! <laughs> Live! <laughs> Says greetings most intelligent Flora and Stecco. <laughs> Today I bring my first and hopefully best pun. It's actually horrible. Oh. But don't judge it before we read it. I, well, I,、uh, you say that, but you already told me to judge it. Well, Reanimated Bit wrote that it was horrible. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right um,. Rumors abound to the details of this supervillain's creation, but one thing for sure, he's gone mad from years of LSD usage. His name is MK Ultron. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. 
Soon to be very topical. That's right. He's got no strings to hold him down. <laughs> Just blotter paper scattered around. <laughs> oh, Josh Brolin. <laughs> I think that's Thanos, right? Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, who's, face. You're you're right. You yeah. out. You out. Geek me. Yep. Who who's Checkmate. doing his voice? I don't remember. Yeah, he is doing Thanos. My bad. Mm. My bad. Mm. Well, it's, it's 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 easy because everyone knows that Josh Brolin is nine feet tall, purple, with a giant multi cleft chin. Where's well, that space yeah. armor? Yeah, it's what he it's what he was yeah. in W. Yeah, <laughs> and Goonies. <laughs> yeah. And Reanimated Bit says, as for a viewer name suggestion, why not call uh, listeners debunkers? Oh, mm, I like that. Not bad. You okay. bunch of dirty debunkers. Do <laughs> we love yous? And uh, also suggest something that might be a little too simple and could get confusing. And the bit only suggests it because it sounds appropriate for the content. Why not just blurry photos? Yeah. I, I, I see where you're going with the confusing part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see how that would lead to some some problems. <laughs> but it's not like we're offering anything yeah, right now. So Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and a useless superpower. The ability to shoot ants from your fingertips, but it's just a dribble, so they end up crawling all over you and you have no control over them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could get you out of a job interview that's not going well. <laughs> ants! <laughs> Ant hands. Thank you, reanimated bitch. Yes, thank you. All right. Oh, and I have one from the Adam Firstman. That's so fast, man. Herr Firstman. Und hier reits, guten Tag, Herr Flor. Guten Tag, Firstman. Und Herr Stacko. Tja, guten Tag. I love... Okay, it's just a lot of work to keep doing that. Um, well, you know, reading this for a while, I'd much rather people understood what he was saying than me be <laughs> silly. You know, doing my silly little voices. <laughs> Jeez. I love the episode on dark matter and it blew the lid off my damn mind. Well done. I have oh. no idea how accurate it was, nor, <laughs> nor do we. Um, ask Johnny Robots. Not being a, yeah, ask Johnny Robots. Not being a science guy himself, but the layman's pumpkin explanations were very helpful. Thank you. Those were tough on us. Those were hard on For us. For real. For real. Uh, however, uh, all this talk of Einstein observed reminds me of his absolute phasey, favorite crazy scientist, a man named Wilhelm Reich. Uh, because one, he was Austrian, so it's yeah, we got to do the accents. That's fun. Uh, he he was a student of Freud. Yeah. So, so just the penis jokes. I'm playing the slow German this week. <laughs> da, dong, and he believed dun, dun. <laughs> he believed among other crazy shit, that you could heal mental traumas through orgastic potency or orgasms, which was so crazy that even Freud didn't buy it. But later in life, he claimed to have discovered a cosmic energy human beings could manipulate called mm. orgone energy. Yeah, I've heard of that. Which involves a lot of banging and sexing. Mm-hmm. And the reason he's saying this is because he was even able to bullshit Einstein into, into buying his orgone energy thing for a little <laughs> while. And to this day, there are people that think that it's real and being suppressed. I have heard of that. Yeah, maybe and maybe we that, that's, mm, that's, worth, that's worth an yeah, episode. Sure enough. Uh, he's keeping the orgone energy flowing. Sign to Adam Firstman. That was pretty good. It's not, it wasn't the worst email we've ever gotten. So, Danke, worst so are man. you doing better or worst? I mean, he's the worst man. So for him, good is bad and bad is good. It's a reversing game and I'm tired of him f***ing with my, my noggin. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have, slow German? Okay. <laughs> 
Thanks, Adam. Uh, <laughs> I, we heard from uh, listener Brian, who is uh, fairly new to the show. Well, just a few months ago, but uh, he's caught up on the the back catalog. Can't wait for for t-shirts. Yep. Nor can we. Nor can we we, do, we are there. marching like you don't even know. And uh, he thinks Jeff the Talking Mongoose would make a good design. Good idea. Hmm. He loves uh, Dyatlov Pass and anything uh, Russian that we can dig out. He would be he would he would be smelling that that manure. Nice. Well, we've got some we've got some plans in that direction. Sure, sure. So, I uh, just wanted to uh, say thanks for writing, Brian. Thanks, thanks for being a fan, yeah. buddy. Thanks, Brian. Welcome aboard. You got one more? Yep. I well, I mean, I I have to tell you, I have just the briefest uh, overview. Uh, because my good friend and amigo, as has been clearly indicated, uh, Don Luke, he sent to us a tale of chilling horror. Unfortunately, it was uh, too late for inclusion to our Tales of Christmas horror episode. <laughs> and so we will put it into a horror vault until uh, maybe later when we do another episode, including Tales of Horror. So gracias, Don Luke. And in the future, we shall read of this and terrify all the listeners with your very own tale of uh, 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 horror. <laughs> I am so excited you made me a pubescent boy with the voice cracking. <laughs> oh, we are good friends. Gracias, Don Luke. Gracias. Oh, also, he liked the Civil War ghost stories episode. Who didn't? Ay, 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 ay. Horror. Give me a hug. <laughs> yes, thank you, Don Luke, and we are going to use this. This is awesome. Oh, man. That's a promise. Unless you got a vajibi hiding in there. You know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> we'll proofread it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for writing in. Uh, we love it. We're uh, back on track. Yeah. Which means catching up. So yep. we'll regular, get there. Regular episodes. We're through all the holiday hey-ho and and the, the gigantic um, baton death march that was uh, the, <laughs> the hildo. The that, hildo. That was a hildo to climb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure we're over it. Yeah, um, but thank you guys. Uh, please enjoy it. I hope, I hope, uh, I don't know. I, I know that you guys like the way we do our podcast and I love that, but we figure we try something new. So, yeah. hey. Yeah. Why not? Go over to blurryphotos.org. Yep. Find out um, uh, more stuff. Go through the, the back catalog if you haven't uh, looked. It's in the archives page. Good news. Now that we're past 100 episodes, we have episodes that are no longer available on iTunes. Oh, yeah. So that makes me feel very exclusive. I yeah yeah, that's I, why we have to host them on our website. That's uh, the, or that's we can it. we can can we go like the Mark Marin route and just like take five episodes, put them together, charge you ten bucks for it, and be like these are classics. Is that what he does? I think once they fall off, you got to pay for them. I think. Ugh. Well, I mean, hey, you know, I was willing to pay for a couple of them. I bought like I think uh, Robin Williams. I think a Louis C.K. wasn't mad. They were worth it. Mm, well, all right. I just like keeping us free. Who if you want doesn't? to spend money, you can spend it on merchandise, and then you get something out of it too. Don't forget to hit our donate button. That's that, that's what I liked about the hundredth episode is our our, our very donate. clever clever way to repeat the donate button as much as possible. Don't forget to donate. Dun, 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 dun. 
Go uh, go over to Facebook. Give us a like. Yeah. If you haven't yet. I can't believe like it, it's so gratifying to see like the podcast grow and and the rate at which we're accumulating likes. Yeah. I mean, we're going to we're we're coming up on five hildos. That's right. Yeah, ha- half a thildo. Thaldo? Thaldo? I don't know. We've, we've got time to th- to figure it out. Yeah. So uh Thanks, uh, thanks for doing that. Uh, like I said, go over to the podcastawards.com and uh, submit us for Jingle Us Up, uh, Best Produced and Science categories. And if you're listening to this years in the future, do it anyway. We're probably still around. <laughs> we probably yeah, still need more awards, so just do it um, all the time. Or don't don't forget you have till uh, February starts to to do that, and you can do it. I, I think once from each separate email address whoa game the system i i I don't think i don't think it's game in the system if they say email addresses do it yeah anyway uh there's that you can go follow us on twitter at blurry underscore photos um we'll get on the youtube train again here uh pretty soon we just uh got off to pee here because they don't have toilets on the train (laughs) not on the youtube YouTube train check Um, the terms of usage they're very specific (laughs) about that but that's a blurry photos podcast um, and, um, yeah, we mentioned the donate button. That would be awful nice. We're still, uh, sponsored by audible. So yes, please go over to audibletrial.com slash blurry photos and get yourself a free audio book on us. Do it. It's a 30 day free, uh, membership. If you don't like it, you don't have to keep it. You are under no pretense to, uh, uh keep spending money or anything. It like won't that. even make us feel bad. That's right. You don't even have to spend money to but sign yeah, up. It's, it's, it's a functionally a way for you to get a cool, uh, book of your choice and us to get a little monetary high five everybody's a winner that's right so uh check that out Mm -hmm. i think that'll do it for this episode yeah of blurry photos i have been hey there david flora what you doing with that rainbow and i've been the kittens whisper david stecko floating on the breeze hey there listener now there's a great big world out there Because this podcast is over And pretty soon We're gonna have to say bye Secrets in the wind <laughs> Little puppies giggling <laughs> Your mind is full of sin <laughs> Everything you touch it dies And turns black into destruction Every time a baby cries You have an inappropriate <laughs> <laughs> Just stay in that boat Oh Johnny Crabapple and Never stop paddling Cause we're all done with your bullshit in this town. <laughs> 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 <laughs>